Just uh, so glad to be with you right now. I really believe God wants to, to do something incredible in your life this year. By this time, uh, if we're honest, most of us who had New Year's resolutions have probably given up on them. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that weight that I was committed to losing, nah, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, you know, that, that, that second language I was planning on learning, no, not gonna do that. Whatever it was, by this time, we've given up on our New Year's resolutions. But I hope you haven't given up on becoming the person that God has called you to be. I hope you haven't given up on accomplishing all that God has put before you to accomplish. You know, one of the reasons why most New Year's resolutions aren't successful or even a lot of people in in their lives, we're not successful at what we uh, decide to to pursue. It, sometimes it's it's a lack of commitment, but but other times it's it's we're not getting in the right environment, and we're not giving it the right amount of effort. So today, as we continue on in our extraordinary series, ordinary people and extraordinary things, how we see God accomplish extraordinary things in and through ordinary people as we study the book of Acts. We're gonna be looking today at environment and effort. You see, you can give all the effort you want, but if you're not in the right environment, it's probably not gonna produce the results you're looking for. Or you could get in the right environment, but if you don't put forth the right amount of effort, you're not gonna see what you're looking for. So today we're gonna discover how to become, continue to become everything as God, that God has destined us to become as we get in the right environment and we give the right effort. In Acts chapter nine, uh, verse 19, it says, Saul spent several days with the disciples in Damascus. Now, if you if you weren't with us last time, let me catch you up. You see, Saul was on his way. He had this God encounter. Uh, he lost his sight. Ananias was sent by God to pray for him. He prayed for him. His sight came back. Uh, but But at this point, you're like, but where do I go from here? <laughs> Saul, like, wait, how do I live this out? Some of us have had a God encounter in our life. Some of us have had a God experience, but we're like, where do I go? Where do I go from here? You see, we are designed for in, to live in relationship, both in relationship vertically with God, but also a horizontal relationship. We're designed to have uh, a relationships with other people. You can see a future that you can't get to on your own. God transforms us. But here's the thing. Oftentimes, He uses people. I want to encourage you, don't head too quickly back to your old friends, or you'll quickly head back to your old ways. Now, now understand me. I'm not saying abandon your old crew. I just want to encourage you to embrace your new crew. This is like discovering that church truly is 
a place to belong. We talk about that all the time, but not only is it a place to belong, it is a place to become all that God has called you to be. You see, you've probably heard it said, people will say they're, they're just a product of their environment. I have an announcement for you. An old environment cannot produce a new you. Let me say that again. An old environment cannot produce or cultivate a new you. After you have a God encounter, after you have a, a God experience, you need to shift your environment. Oh, and you're with us right now, so I know you're doing that. We're talking today about environment and effort. Verse 20 says, at once he began to preach in the synagogues that Jesus is the Son of God. I want to encourage you right away, start telling your story. I want to encourage you right away, start serving. Join us on campus in Glendora, in Atlanta. Like, join us and just start serving. I want to encourage you, start giving of yourself. Start, start giving even of your finances. You don't have to jump through hoops. You, you don't have to be saved for years in order for, for God to, to use you. That's a religious mindset that says, I got to wait. It's like, what are you waiting for? So many people, they, they think that they're not ready. <laughs> I have an announcement. We never think we're ready. Uh, so many people think, well, I'm just, I'm not good enough. Stop thinking you're not ready or you're not good enough. Well, none of us are good enough. It's not about us. It's about how good God is. God is looking for our availability, not just our ability. And I love this because right away, he starts preaching that Jesus is the Son of God. That is our message. As a church, we do a lot of things. As followers of Jesus, we do a lot of things, but we should never forget to keep the main thing the main thing and need to make sure we're letting people know our message is Jesus. The hope of the world is Jesus. You see, after you get in a healthy environment, you need to give your full effort. It says all those who heard him, who heard Saul, were astonished and asked, isn't he the man who raised havoc in Jerusalem among all those who call upon this name? And hasn't he come here to take them as prisoners to the chief priests? Astonished means overwhelming surprise or shock. They are shocked. <laughs> Here's the thing. We can be shocked at who God uses. The world is going to be shocked at who God uses. Our culture today is going to be shocked at who God uses. Not even your friends 
are going to be like, I, I, I didn't think God could use you. <laughs> Even your kindergarten teacher might be like, I never thought God would use them. <laughs> what about, what about even your mama? Like, not even my mama thought God would use me. It, it, isn't that the one? It, isn't that the one who, who was raising havoc? It, isn't that the one who was hooked on drugs for all those years? Isn't that the one who, who spent that time in prison? It's like from raising hell to raising heaven, from putting chains on people to helping break those chains off, from locking people up to helping set them free. Here's the thing. God can use the least likely to accomplish the greatest of things, but it requires us getting in the right environment and giving the right effort. It says, yet Saul grew more and more. I see someone in 2023 growing more and more powerful and it baffled the Jews. You're going to baffle your co-workers. You're going to baffle your neighbors and baffled the Jews living in Damascus by proving that Jesus is the Messiah. How do you grow? It, it's intensity and consistency. Intensity and consistency. Those of you who go to the gym, whether you're all into CrossFit or a more traditional working, you know, uh, weightlifting program, or, or maybe you're into Pilates, but, but, but it's about intensity and consistency. And I would, I, I would offer up that consistency will beat intensity. It's not just going into the gym one time per month and just giving it your everything. It's about being consistent with your workouts. You see, it's not just moments. It wasn't just a moment on the road to Damascus for Saul. It wasn't just a moment of Ananias laying hands on him. You grow when you're in motion. It, it's not just a moment where you raised your hand and repeated a prayer, accepting Jesus into your life as Lord and Savior. It's not just a moment when you were baptized. It's not just a moment where you sign up to serve. It's not just a moment where you actually bring the tithe. It, it's actually continuing to take that next step in life where you keep showing up, you keep serving, you keep giving. You keep sharing Jesus with, with those around you. It's about giving your effort every day, all the time, to the best of your ability. It's, it's more and more. You're going to see your life more and more this year. Gains on top of gains because you grow as you grow. You grow as you go. I remember as a kid, and my dad would oftentimes be working on his messages in bed. He would be laying in bed, and I'd go sometimes go into his room, and he'd be laying in bed. And sometimes he would be watching those old workout shows, and it would be like aerobics. And, and I'd be like, Dad, why are you watching a bunch of girls doing aerobics? And he'd be in bed eating a donut 
I'm not exaggerating. And these girls would be on TV working out. And the main workout girl would, would look at the camera and say, you're doing great. And they'd be doing their workout. And she, she'd look at the camera and say, you're doing great. And I would look at my dad and he'd be eating a donut. I'd be like, that is not a workout. He, he's not going to develop his biceps as he was taking that maple bar to his mouth. He was not doing great because he wasn't doing anything. <laughs> Listen, growth doesn't come in a moment. Growth comes through movement. And this year, oh, growth is going to come into your life because we are moving. It says, after many days had gone by. Many days. How many days? Now, we actually know from Galatians chapter 1, it's about three years. There was a conspiracy among the Jews to kill him. Oh, wait. Saul stopped killing Christians, <laughs> and now the Jews want to kill him. You see, maybe for you, you, you got saved. You accepted Jesus into your life as Lord and Savior. You started serving. You've been tithing. You've been helping other people out. And you're like, and now all hell is broken out in my life. Now my, I, I, I found out that my spouse was cheating on me. Now I just discovered that my mom has has cancer. I, you ever get to a point in life where you're like, I didn't know how many enemies I had in life until I got bold for Jesus. <laughs> I got to tell you, in these last few years, uh, it's like I've just wanted to put on the song, Who Let the Dogs Out? <laughs> Remember that? Who Let the Dogs Out? I know you're barking right now. <laughs> it's like, who let the enemies out? Who, who, who let all these attacks out? Because when God uses you, people are going to oppose you. That, that when you're advancing, you're going to discover people will be attacking. Yet I want you to know here in 2023, opposition isn't a sign you're doing something wrong. What if opposition is a sign you're doing something right? Not just doing something right, you're doing exactly what God has called you to do. But Saul learned of their plan. Day and night, they kept close watch on him, <laughs> on the city gates in order to kill him, it says. But his followers took him by night and lowered him in a basket through an opening in the wall. They were waiting on an opportunity to kill him. I, I, I get right now, there are people that might be waiting on an opportunity, maybe coworkers waiting on an opportunity to just see you make a little mistake to try to get you fired. You have family members that are waiting on an opportunity because they're trying to take you under. You, you have people in your life, they're just waiting on an opportunity to destroy your image. There's a, a point in scripture where Saul, King Saul, had, he, he sent men to David's house to kill him. But, but David's wife <laughs> helped him escape, letting him down through a window. Do you remember if you, if you know the Bible and if you don't, that's great. But, but, but there was a gal named Rahab who helped the, the spies 
escape. How? Through a window. <laughs> I don't know about you, but there's times in life where it's like God gets us out, but but it's like we're 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 escaping a window. It feels like we're hanging by a thread. You might feel like you're hanging by a thread, but I want you to know you're not hanging by a thread. You're hanging onto the promises of God. <laughs> like I'm just trying to escape out of this, <laughs> trying to try, trying to sneak out. When it, when I was young, there would be times as a teenager I would sneak out of the house. Uh, sneaking out was so much easier than sneaking back in. <laughs> My parents got so tired of it that, that there was times where I would come back and, and, and all the lights would be off in the house and I was supposed to be home maybe by midnight or so and it was like 2 a.m. And I, and I would look through the window and I would see all the, all the lights are out, but, but, but hold on. My parents went to bed, but they set the alarm. <laughs> and so I would try to open the door and turn off the alarm quick, but it never, it never worked. Here's the thing, that never worked, but I want you to know in your life, if you're following God and if following God got you into this, trust that following God is gonna get you out. It says when he came to Jerusalem, he tried to join the disciples. He was trying to get into a healthy environment, but they were all afraid of him, not believing that he really was a disciple. Do you, do you feel like, like maybe he felt at that time? Like, I'm not accepted by my new crew, but I, I, I can't go back to my old crew. That's this tension of transition where, where you, you accept Jesus into your life and it's like you're trying to get plugged into community. And I want to encourage you if you're anywhere near Glendora or Atlanta, join us be, be, because we, we're a community that, that you can belong and you could become. But, but I get it's hard because you're like, I, I'm trying to join this, this new community that, that I don't really feel like I belong because I'm not sure if they're going to accept me. But but I can't go back to my old crew. It, it feels like I'm, I'm, I'm stuck in the middle. It's like being in, in no man's land. They didn't want to accept Saul. I get sometimes people, they, they go into different churches and you're like, I, I'm, I don't feel like I'm being accepted. Maybe at that point they felt like, wait, Saul's not, Saul's not good enough. This could be dangerous. Saul killed Christians. John never did that. Peter never did that. And yet I have an announcement for you. Whether you say it to people or not, you got to make up in your mind, stop talking about my then because I'm living in my now. Stop talking about my past because I'm living in my present as I'm stepping into my future. Uh, listen, you got to just acknowledge I may not be who I want to be or who I'm going to be, but thank God, I'm not who I used to be. People may want to pull you back, but God wants to propel you forward. It says, but Barnabas <laughs> took him and brought him to the apostles. He told them how Saul on his journey had seen the Lord and that the Lord had spoken to him and how in Damascus he had preached fearlessly 
in the name of Jesus. I want you to know you just need one person. You just need one person who believes in you. You just need one person who has your back. You just need one person who says, here you go, I'm gonna bring you in. One person to speak up for you, even if everyone else in your life is trying to exclude you. Even if everyone else in your life is trying to cancel you, you just need one person to include you. And I love this because it says he spoke fearlessly. It's time, as followers of Jesus, we stop speaking fearfully, or should I say not speaking because we're full of fear, and start speaking up fearlessly. But someone's like, but I'm afraid. I'm afraid I'm going to offend some people. I'm afraid I'm going to trigger some people. I'm afraid I'm going to be misunderstood, or I'm afraid I'm going to be shamed, or I'm afraid I'm, I'm going to be canceled. Let's speak up. Let's speak up. And you're like, but, but I got no one. Listen, someone needs a Barnabas in their life right now. Maybe that's you and someone else here. You can be that Barnabas. You can be that person to someone else. Let, let's be a church where we're inviters and includers, where, where we invite people to church, but we don't stop there, that we include them in our lives, that we invite them to be part of the church, but we include them as part of the community. Let's not only bring people to Christ, let's include them in our community. It says, so Saul stayed with them. He stayed with them and moved about freely in Jerusalem, speaking boldly in the name of the Lord. It's time that that we're not just speaking cautiously or carefully or or timidly, that, that we speak boldly. We might be so afraid of rejection. I want you to know rejection is, it's just part of it. You look at the story of Joseph in the Old Testament. Joseph was rejected by his brothers. And yet look at how things ended up for him. (laughs) If you don't know, look it up. What about the prophets in the Old Testament? They faced rejection. What about the disciples, these apostles of Jesus? They faced rejection. Jesus himself faced rejection, and yet there's revelation even in the rejection. You you don't need to be liked by everyone because you are loved by the one. I, I get it's hard that we're facing rejection from people, maybe even our closest friends, our family, people we never expected. But, but you are passionately loved by God. Even with all your failures, even with, with all your flaws, you are worthy of acceptance. You are worthy of belonging. And yes, you are worthy of this love because of Jesus. Stop re- responding, or should I say stop reacting to, to all the rejection from people and start responding 
to God's love. People may have rejected you. They may have totally rejected you, but God is directing you. And this year in 2023, we can get in the right environment and give the right effort and be like, look at what God does with the ordinary and see the extraordinary happen in and through us. There's God's part. That's the encounter. (laughs) That's the the God moment, the experience. There's our part as the church, as a community, to say we need an environment where people can belong and become. But there's also our part as individuals, which is to give the effort, even when we're tired, to keep showing up. There's days I wake up and I don't feel like working out, but I work, I work out anyway. I pick up those weights anyway. <laughs> I do the cardio anyway. I get the, there's gonna be many days this year where you don't feel, <laughs> you don't feel like following Jesus. You don't feel like joining online. You don't feel like joining us in Glendora or Atlanta or soon to be Sarasota, but I wanna encourage you keep showing up. This year, keep getting in the right environment and keep giving your effort on the days you feel like it and even the days you don't. And you will be amazed as this year you see exceedingly abundantly beyond all you can ask, think, or even imagine.